Hey, get excited, Disney lovers, because my friend Stephanie is here and she is an expert. She is fresh off a family vacation to Walt Disney World in Florida, and she shares all of the ins and outs of how to do a Disney vacation during the time of COVID. For example, mask wearing in Florida heat. Is it miserable? How are you supposed to social distance while standing in a line for Space Mountain? And you can't meet Cinderella, but you can see her from a distance. Is the experience still magical? When will fireworks come back? I think my biggest takeaway from this episode is that the Moroccan Pavilion in Epcot has the best sangria on property. Who knew? Stephanie. Stephanie knew. She knows everything. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 209 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray. I'm here with my friend, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. It's been a while. Hi. How are you? Of course, always. We are going to talk today about. Disney World and Universal Orlando in the time of COVID. Yes, yes. You have been, tell everybody what you do on the side. You're a nurse full-time. What do you do on the side? I'm a travel consultant with Mm. the Vacation Wizards. Mm -hmm. Um, So I quote and plan and talk to clients all the time about planning their vacations mm-hmm. and basically do all the planning for them. And it's complimentary. Yes. So. You don't pay for anything. No, my that's, services are free. That's what I always... It's just fun. Yes. <laughs> and you're very good at it because you're like the top whatever every year, I'm sure. Mm. You are. I'm, you're not yet. <laughs> I'm working my way. You're blushing. <laughs> so you went to Disney. You've been to Disney World twice during the time of COVID. Disney World is the one in Florida. You went once by yourself with your travel group, obviously, but you went by yourself. So you went to Disney World and Universal Orlando, and then you went again with your family. I did. Because y'all had your family vacation March 2020. We did. Stupid COVID <laughs> ruins everything. I'm we making a t-shirt. We finally got to go, though. Oh, you so did, yes. Our trip did. was planned December of 2019 oh, and gifted God. to... All of my nieces and nephews for yes. Christmas. And we finally got to go. So, so great. We changed our countdown a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids patiently waited. And I think they had a good time. Yeah. So. Everybody had to go up a shirt size. <laughs> we <laughs> did have to buy new shirts. <laughs> oh, that's so... We got the COVID-19 <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Maybe the 20. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. But you had to do it. So I wanted to talk because now that you've been twice... I have questions about the parks and COVID, and I think a lot of other people do too, because you're, you deal with people who pushed pause, right, on their vacations. Yes. Lots Be- of pause or postponing. Yeah. yeah. Because they're thinking, well, I don't want to wear a mask the whole time I'm there. Or I don't know if the listeners know this, but I want to see fireworks and they don't have fireworks right now. Or, you know, you have a list of things. So that's what I want to talk about with you. The pros and cons, because I don't feel like we should say, don't go, because I don't think that. Right. But I told you. go? Right. Well, I am going in October with you. That is now on record. (laughs) Lindsay Ray says she's going this year. I am. 
But I, I want people listening to not hear that we're swaying them to do one thing or the other because I totally get both sides. Right. So, and so you having been, you can give that perspective and I'll play devil's advocate and say, well, what about this? Well, what about that? And then we can just have this conversation. My question to you is masks, they're required. Not a gator, you told me. Correct. No gators. Mask that loops over your ears and mm-hmm. covers your nose and mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney has updated their mask policies throughout this whole thing. You know, as we've learned things, everybody, as, yes. Um, the world has changed alongside COVID. Um, right now, they're requiring masks, not gators, the entire time while you're on resort property. Mm-hmm. So once you leave your resort room, mm-hmm. you're required to wear a mask in elevators, walking around property, and in the theme parks. Yeah. The only time you can take your mask off is when you're actively eating or drinking Mm -hmm. while stationary. So that's sitting, standing still, okay, sitting at a restaurant, Mm -hmm. um, and then you can also remove your mask while you're swimming at the swimming pool, obviously, because masks that are wet are ineffective. <laughs> True statement. So the one of the biggest updates just that came out a few weeks ago or a month ago is they're trying to encourage guests to keep their masks on while they're sitting at a table at a restaurant before they mm, the get their food, food gets there. Okay. So the reason I think behind that is they're trying to increase capacity in restaurants mm-hmm. because it is so difficult to keep tables six feet apart and yes. large parties separated. Um, in order to serve more guests, they need to protect the cast member that's taking your order yeah. and protect you while you're sitting there. Right. Um, so they are encouraging you to keep your mask on right? Um, while you're not actually eating and drinking. Now, do People they enforce do. this? Yeah. People do it. They, this last month when I was there, they did remind you of this new rule. Mm-hmm. So like as they're walking you to your table, they're reminding you, you know, we encourage you to keep your mask on while you're seated mm-hmm. um, until your food comes in a di- very Disney way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a, <laughs> you will be scolded and escorted out of the park, but they do remind you in yeah. a very gentle way. Yeah. Uh, especially if you are taking advantage of the sitting at a table, mm. you know, some groups tend to sit at their table for two hours. Yeah. And not only is that taking up a table from another party that's waiting, but you're sitting there exposing everyone in the room. Right. So. Okay. Do they have any, what about elevators? Do they tell you how many can go on at a time? Not necessarily. We didn't didn't really have any issues on the elevator. There You know, the resort I stayed at did have elevators in different, like, towers or wings of the resort. Mm -hmm. And everyone was just kind of mindful of... Okay. Because we're kind of used to that now. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, if it was just me, I got in the elevator with another stranger. Yeah. But when I was with my family, we stayed with our family group. Okay. So if there were three family members from some, you know, someone we didn't know, we didn't join them in the elevator. Right. We just wait for the next one. Right, right, right. Uh, Just kind of being aware of your surroundings. Okay. You have taken Disney mask and Universal mask to the next level when it comes to theming. Yes, you have to look cute. You have to look cute. It's is, the new accessory. Yes, and what? Let me just tell you. So I slightly, obviously, stalked you on Instagram while you were there and during all your stories. 
And it's just like we used to do where you wear the Star Wars shirt when you go to Hollywood Studios because that's where Star Wars is. So now you just have a little Star Warsy mask right. that matches it. Or and you do have you want a- it to coordinate with your matching t shirt? Yeah, you don't or your know. ears. It's fine. Or your your Hogwarts. You give me a Hogwarts yes. one. I'm very excited to wear it at Universal. So uh, that is a whole thing now. My question to you is I've never been outside in hot Florida. All day long, wearing a mask. You see where I'm going. <laughs> Do I need two Star Wars masks? Because I'm going to sweat through one? Or am I only putting this on for cute pictures? Does, is it too much? What, what, are you, what is your recommendation for masks? What I recommend to my clients is always pack two masks per day. Mm-hmm. If you're wearing a cloth mask. Okay. Um, if you're wearing a disposable paper mask, then always have a backup or two in your bag or your back pocket, not only for heat and sweating, but if you're doing a water ride and it gets soaked, you need to change your mask because you can't breathe anymore. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But yes, I usually pack two cloth masks per day and then I keep a paper mask in my backpack as a backup. Yeah. I did change to a paper mask when I traveled in September, Mm -hmm. um, just as a, a trial one day because it was quite warm and I have to say, it felt slightly easier to breathe, like mm-hmm. airflow-wise. Mm-hmm. But once my face started sweating, the paper mask didn't really absorb the sweat. Oh, and so it, it just, just got wet. It just got wet, and oh. it continued to drip down my face. Whereas my cloth masks absorbed a little bit of the sweat, and so the lower half of my face was no longer sweaty because it yeah. was wicked away <laughs> in my mask. <laughs> So that was one benefit of the fabric masks. I even this time tried, uh, Etsy's my best friend right now. I'm sure, she's wonderful. (laughs) And whoever Etsy is, you are (laughs) rolling in dough for creating this online marketplace. But you can get a mask that is like a wicking material. Mm -hmm. So I tried that on the Epcot day. It had like a mesh wicking material Mm -hmm. on the inside Mm -hmm. on, you know, to wick the sweat away, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. it. I thought maybe it would be irritating, but it wasn't. Okay. So I'd wear it again. Okay, good. How many Disney masks do you have? <laughs> you had to guess right now. <laughs> I have more Disney masks than I have t-shirts. <laughs> Disney t-shirts. I probably have... Mm-hmm. She's counting. At least 15. Yeah. Yeah. But also, you're a cute nurse for little people too so it's fun to have do you get to wear those or do no you? Oh, we wear man. paper masks at work darn i know i wear them like going into the building yeah. and then we switch to oh. the disposable paper masks okay but it mm. is fun you know to mm-hmm. just and it's good advertisement i walk through the grocery store in my disney mask there you go and people say where'd you get that and you yeah. say oh by the way yeah <laughs> for free bt doves if you want to go <laughs> uh so you would say two masks make them cute if you can yeah what about you? You traveled, um, in, uh, no, this last one in March. The youngest was five years old. Yes. The oldest was 71 years old. Yes. You've, the middle people were in their 30s, but then you had four children. Mm-hmm. How were they with their masks? Kids are way better than adults with masks. Mm. I think because the kids that were in our group are school age, so they're attending school. Yes. They're wearing masks all day yes. anyway, but they were so great about, you know, they would, they didn't even take it off their ears. They would pull it down mm. to eat a snack really quick and pull it right mm, back up. Good. Whereas the rest of us would take it off like one <laughs> ear and 
grab a sip of water and fan ourselves and then loop it back around at ear. Mm. Um, so they did, they did really well. Good. The only thing, um, the five-year-old got confused with is when we would stop to take photos and we would say smile, he would pull it down and make a funny face. Yes. And if you're using Memory Maker and taking photos with the PhotoPass photographers, yeah. you have to have your mask on. Yeah. And so they would have to gently remind him, okay, buddy, put your mask back up. And he uh, would. Yeah. He just thought he was supposed to make a funny face. Right. Because that's what he does at home. This brings up a good point. We love Memory Maker. Yes. Get it every time. Worth every single penny. You know, when you go in the big group, though, only one person has to buy it. And mm-hmm. then everybody on My Disney Experience in that little group gets to share it. So keep that in mind. Is it worth it when you have masks on in all your pictures? In my opinion, it is. Okay. Um, I bought it for myself when I went in September. Mm-hmm. Just me. Yeah. <laughs> which I would have never done in other times. And then we got it with our family trip this past month. And even wearing masks, it's really the best opportunity to get a picture of your entire group. Mm-hmm. Most of my photos from my trip alone are selfies, which is great for you know, Instagram story or, or whatnot. But if you want a cute photo of you in front of the castle or in front mm-hmm. of the Tower of Terror, you really need to have Memory Maker because especially in the time of COVID, you're not going to hand your phone off to a stranger right? and say, hey, take my picture. Now, did I do that or did other people ask me? Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then just remember to use hand sanitizer, yeah. even yeah. though contact transmission is low. Mm-hmm. Um, but pre-COVID, the PhotoPass photographers would take your phone from yeah. you and take a picture yeah. for you. And they're no longer allowed to do that. So if you want those iconic pictures in front of the castle, in mm-hmm. front of the, the big locations, the best bet is to get Memory Maker. Do they still beep your thing or is that too close? They do no, beep it. they do. Okay. So they still scan your Magic Band. Mm-hmm. Um, but Magic Bands are changing. I don't oh, know if you've what? seen that. Why? Yeah. Who? So, when? Where? To go off on a tangent, <laughs> starting January 1st of 2021, Magic Bands were no longer provided complimentary to resort guests. <sighs> you can still purchase them as a part of your package. Sure. And they're it's a it's $5. $5. I mean, it's very yeah. little money. Or but, you can get it tricked out and it be $25. Right. <laughs> but just a little um Plug for me, if you purchase your package through me, I will buy your magic bands for you. Of course. Because I think they're fun. They are, and they make life so much easier. They do. But Disney is rolling out a new program. So right now, if you don't have a magic band, then you get a a card. It looks about the same size as a credit card. And that's what you scan as your ticket, as your, to get your photos. And it also links to your app. Okay. But they are rolling out, I think it's called Magic Mobile. Where the app is going to be more interactive and have like barcodes to scan. Like when we went to Disneyland. Yes. So on our trip to Disneyland in 2019, we all had to have our apps open to scan mm-hmm. into the park. Mm-hmm. And then we had, mm-hmm. we had purchased the photos then as well. So then you would scan to have the photo loaded into your app. Okay. For people who have their phone out constantly, this is a great option. Absolutely. Um, you don't have to have a, another wristband on your hand. Uh, and I've heard that it might potentially be compatible with Apple Watches. Ooh. So you can pull the app up on your Apple Interesting. Watch and use it like a Magic Band. Interesting. But that obviously hasn't rolled out yet. Okay. And we know how technology goes. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. I and So you, now you have options. You can purchase a Magic Band or get one for free if you 
book through me mm-hmm. or use the app. Just a reminder, if you want to use your app for everything, because you're already using it to look up wait times yes. and mobile order on food, it all the time, you need to bring a backup battery pack. Yes, you do. Because you're going to drain that battery. Yes, you do. And Disney World, I know I can't remember if Universal had this, but Disney World actually does have plugs here and there that you would be able to, but everybody's always using them. Right. So, yeah. and what are the odds you're just going to sit there and wait for your phone to charge? For right. And you got yeah. places to go, people yes. to see. So yeah. bring that backup battery charger because um, you're going to need it. Mm-hmm. What is, whenever you are, let's say I'm on Tower of Terror and I pull my mask down to get a cute picture, do they not give it to you? Correct. Yes. So right now, Walt Disney World's policy is you have to remain masked. Yeah. So if and I didn't make that sound. I made that sound because <laughs> I would be the person following the rules, and some Yahoo in the back row would pull down their mask, and then I wouldn't get my picture. Yes. So that actually happened to me in September. Oh. I had to ride Tower of Terror twice. Well, yeah. Because this Yahoo <laughs> in the back row took his mask off. And so I politely told him mm-hmm. slash scolded him mm-hmm. when we got off the ride and saw the photo. I said, thank you for ruining that photo opportunity mm-hmm. for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. The family that was also on the ride no longer gets that picture. Yeah. So I hope he knew I was disappointed mm-hmm. with him. But I do usually remind my clients when you get off rides like that. So um, rides where you can view your picture after. So Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller mm-hmm. Coaster. Space Mountain, mm-hmm. um, Splash Mountain. I usually recommend taking a picture of the photo because it has an ID number at the bottom okay. of it. So if there is any issue with it linking to your magic band, you have it time stamped from when you took the mm. picture and you have that ID number. That's good so, tip. Especially if it no it never shows up in your app. Oh, I'm still waiting on work. my Tower of Terror picture <laughs> from my trip last month. <laughs> So we'll see if it ever shows up. Oh, no. (laughs) But I took a picture of it. Okay, good. I had to document because my seven-year-old niece wrote it for the first time. And she loved it. I love that she loved we it. Get, we, we weren't even off the ride yet. We had just like stopped <laughs> falling, right? And she looks at me and she's like, let's do it again. I was like, well, I don't really want to wait in line again. We need to go to dinner. <laughs> okay, let's talk about that. Waiting in line. So they don't have fast passes anymore. Correct. So that means we're just rolling up and standing in line old school. There's nothing you can do to get up close anymore unless some cast member says, you look weary and I want to make your day (laughs) magical here. Come to the front of Space Mountain. So my question to you is, number one, so you don't have fast passes, so your touring is different. Yes. How are the lines working? Do you just stay in a clump as your family and you gauge what is six feet in front of you? Or are we really not? So Disney has things very well marketed. Mm -hmm. So while you're standing in line to ride an attraction, there are actually lines placed every six feet. Mm -hmm. Directing you where to stand and how far to stand away from the next group. Mm -hmm. Um, They are asking that if you have a party, I believe it's of 10 or more, that you separate into two clumps. That's what I was going to ask you. Um, Or so like what what our family group did, there were nine of us and four of them were children. So Mm -hmm. it's hard to be like, stand on this line. (laughs) So we chose to stand between lines. So we picked, Mm -hmm. you know, do not pass this line Mm -hmm. so that you can respect the strangers in front of you. And, and stay in front of the line behind That was us. smart. So we kind of claimed an area rather than standing on a line. That's so smart. But yeah, it's very it's very well mar- marketed. We did have a few times where other guests 
reminded us of the lines, mm. which I thought was interesting. Um, in in a very nice way, uh, one of my family members was not paying attention, was playing on their phone, and just kept walking. And the gentleman in front of us re- turned around yeah. and said, I don't think you're in my family group. I would appreciate it if you mm. stepped mm-hmm. back to your area. Mm-hmm. So in order to keep the theme parks open, yeah. the guests who are traveling are trying to respect the rules as much as possible. Absolutely. So keeping your distance, wearing masks, washing your hands, using hand sanitizer, and just being thankful that they're open mm-hmm. um, and that the cast members have jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like, that's just the Disney mentality. Yeah. Like be thankful that you're there and don't push the boundaries. Right. With, I know because I worked there and been there so many times, typically in lines or the queues, there's stuff to touch and do and be and oh and ah. Is all of that just barricaded behind plexiglass? It's not barricaded, but there are ropes up. Okay. Um, reminding you to not touch Let's things. not touch anything. Um, so like in the queue for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Yes. There's the jewels. Mm-hmm. Um in the buckets and things like that. Mm -hmm. So they're all still there so that you can experience the Mm -hmm. ambiance of the queue, Mm -hmm. but there's a little sign at the bottom saying, like, this is temporarily unavailable to touch or interact with. Okay. But that way you can still experience it without touching it, which really is probably for the best. (laughs) Because I was actually thinking on this last trip, I was like, remember back in the day, you know, a year ago (laughs) or two, someone always got sick. Right oh, yeah. on your trip, oh, and you yeah. got the Disney crud. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like traveling anywhere with large groups of people. Yeah, I don't. I'm not hearing that. Now, I know, right? So families <laughs> are getting home, and no one has gotten strep, right? Or a stomach bug because no one's touching, touching things the barrels. they're not supposed to, right? So if you observe hand hygiene, then you shouldn't be getting anything, <laughs> which is a really nice thing. <laughs> so. Park is at what percent capacity? They're saying it's about 35% capacity right now. So if you're in line, I'm imagining your line looks way longer than what it really is. Right. Because you're six feet apart. Right. And there's no, there's not no, there are limited switchbacks where you snake through a line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they don't want you that close. Mm -hmm. There are still areas that needed to use switchbacks, but they've put barriers between the lines. Yeah. So that's somewhat safer. Uh, but yes, the lines appear super long. So like say the line for Space Mountain mm-hmm. is wrapped all along that edge of Tomorrowland mm-hmm. around the backside of those restrooms that Mm-mm. are there. Man. But once you're in the building, the line is only like seven minutes long. Sure. Because there's no there's switchbacks to get and everyone's yeah. space six feet apart. So it looks really long. I would say when you're on the app and you're looking at wait times... Most of them are fairly accurate, if not shorter than the listed oh, time. Oh, good. So, well, how what's the longest that you stood in when you went in? The longest March? line we waited in was about forty-five minutes, which in Disney standards isn't super long. No. Um, I would compare our crowds to like when we traveled pre-COVID in September. Oh, okay. So that is about when you would see a 35, 40% mm-hmm. capacity when mm-hmm. kids are in school mm-hmm. and there's not a specific holiday or, you know, break from school weekend. Um, so it's still, there are still a lot of people there. Yeah. But the lines are about 45 minutes. What about, let's say I'm walking through and I get on Main Street. Is Does everybody just 
automatically not try to get near some oh yeah it's everyone's like aware <laughs> yeah. okay so and because the, there's less crowds um i was trying to explain to my parents because they were like it still feels like there's people yeah. here it's like well there are people here yeah. right like we're not the only people traveling right and so i showed them a picture from a previous trip of ours where if you're standing on main street you can't get a picture of the street. No. And like we used to have to serpentine, yeah, serpentine yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. through the crowds and follow the person who has their hand in the air. You don't have to do that right now. Yeah. You can always visualize your family group in front of you. Yeah. So although there are people around you, you're not lost. You're okay. not surrounded. Um, do they ever cut a line off because it's gone so far and there are no more markers to stand on or... I haven't seen that. Okay. No. They've got it figured out. Yeah. They've got the cast member at the end holding the poles. Right. Saying, yeah. So there's a person. Minutes. Yeah. There's a person standing at the end of each queue saying, you know, the line starts here. And sometimes it is past the markers on the ground, but mm-hmm. it moves really quickly. Okay. And how do they clean whatever, let's say we just rode Space Mountain. How are they cleaning? Do you see them clean that or? So... I believe when they first opened this past summer, they were cleaning more frequently mm-hmm. in between riders. Mm-hmm. But I think as we've learned that contact, contact transmission yeah. is so much lower, I believe they are cleaning more frequently than they used to. Oh, but yeah. you're not seeing it between each rider. Between each rider. Okay. Um, you'll hear... So, like, I was in line for a Smuggler's Run mm-hmm. at Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. and it was a projected maybe, like, 30-minute wait. Like, not super long. They came over the announcements and said... Your, line, your wait may be five minutes longer because we've stopped for a cleaning break. Okay. And they just let you know. like, And I don't know how often they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Is it every 30 minutes? Is it how mm-hmm. often? But they are cleaning the surfaces. You just don't see it. Tell me about dining. You mentioned it before, how you keep your mask on when you're sitting down. So they have physically removed tables from sit-down dining and... Is it hard to get a reservation at a place where you sit down? It is more difficult than it used to to get reservations. used to be um, at the harder to get places right now. Now, back in January, I was able to get reservations to like be our guest for a family four days before. Wow. (laughs) So it just depends on time of year, right? So people weren't traveling the second week of January because families were in school. Yeah. Whereas right now we're in spring break It's Mm -hmm. and Easter is coming up and this is when families usually travel. So it's a little bit trickier, Mm. but I think it'll get better as they're able to increase the capacity in the restaurants. Okay. How is it, what can you not do right now? Because that is something that I wanted to bounce back and forth between is it worth it is it not what are things that are you're not allowed to do such as fireworks aren't there right so i would say the biggest thing that's missing from your daily schedule is that nighttime show yeah so none of the parks have a nighttime spectacular right now just to limit the crowds from forming in that main space i'm hopeful that that will come back soon they are building new water fountain and firework barges in Epcot. Mm -hmm. So if you travel now, you'll see that being built. So that is hopeful to me that that will come back soon. Mm -hmm. They took away parades. Or so like that one big parade that happened on Main Street. But they've replaced it with these things called cavalcades. And they're not only doing it in Magic Kingdom, they're doing it in all four theme parks, which is huge because there wasn't a parade in Epcot or Animal Kingdom. And now you can see characters go by 
Um, and each park does it that in their own cute. way. And it's it's really a great way to just randomly stumble upon because characters. That's, that doesn't have a time attached to it. Right. Not, you, not a published time. Yeah. I'm sure the, the puppet master I'm somewhere sure knows do. the timetable. But you can't, you can't have that on a piece of paper on the app because right. then everybody will stand around and wait for it, which is right. what you're not meant to do. Right. And we never once attempted to see a cavalcade. You just saw them. Oh, that's fine. So, like, we came out of Haunted Mansion, and you're right there on the street, and all of a sudden a cavalcade is going by with Aladdin and Mary Poppins and all these random characters on it, which was so fun for the kids to just be randomly excited. I think it's so weird that Aladdin and Mary Poppins always (laughs) are somehow in the same It was an odd float. (laughs) I think Alice was also on that float. Sure. I remember being at Epcot and some kid was talking to Mary Poppins and he goes, I just met Aladdin because he was over in Morocco or wherever. And, you know, she said something like, I adore his carpet. And... I don't know. That's I thought so that funny. is so cute. But, but I bet she gets that all the time. Right. Like, There's a little Aladdin right over there. <laughs> right. I was the most surprised by the characters at Epcot. So we've gone to Epcot in the past and never really had character experiences. No. We intentionally met Elsa and Anna one time. Yes. Um, because they're there in Norway. And then I may have met Aladdin and Jasmine back in Morocco yeah, on yeah. another trip. Just for something to do. Mm-hmm. But I was not seeking out characters on this trip. And I saw Anna mm. in Norway. Mm-hmm. She, like, stands there. I was there during the Flower and Garden Festival. Mm-hmm. So there's a Elsa and Anna topiary. Mm-hmm. And she just appeared <laughs> in this, like, topiary <laughs> garden. I was like, oh, my gosh. It's a real Anna. Um, so I took a selfie with her mm-hmm. and you know, took a picture of my friend that was with me. And then... I did go to Morocco. I want to give Morocco some plus. Okay. Because nobody visits Morocco. No, they don't. And it is a neat little area back there. Okay. So if you're looking for maybe a, a moment of quiet, mm. just to explore, you can see all the tile work. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. They have a little shop back there. And there's a little like counter or eatery back there. And they have very good sangria. <laughs> So you buy, Find. It's, I know it's a serving for two. So you pay, I think it was $20 and you get two like huge 16 ounce glasses what? of sangria with ice. So I'm sure it's less than that, Yum. but it was delightful. Yum. And we just sat at this little wire table and enjoyed the quiet. There was a little breeze. How nice. It was wonderful. Go Morocco. So that's usually where Aladdin and Jasmine are, but yeah. this was a nice alternative. Sure. Sangria. Yeah. Right below Adam. Right. Aladdin. <laughs> right there. Maybe, Maybe above. above. I don't know. <laughs> And then I did see Mary Poppins in yes. the United Kingdom and Alice. Yes. Um, you saw Goofy at your resort. Again, I, we got oh. home to our resort and home like I lived there. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> so speaking of resorts, this was my first time staying at a Disney Vacation Club property. Mm. So I'm not a DVC member mm-hmm. or owner mm-hmm. or however you phrase that. But we did stay at the Riviera this time, which I highly recommend. We got it. Oh my goodness. Noise. We we did have a room discount, which was helpful. And it is a beautiful resort. But everything at a DVC resort says welcome home. (laughs) Because technically you're an owner, like a timeshare owner. So it is your home away from home. So I really enjoyed that. (laughs) But yeah, Pluto and Goofy were there. And they were on the balcony of the lobby. And you could take pictures with them like in front of the window. It was a really neat idea. That's very cute. Here's my question though. If my kid is obsessed with Cinderella and you pay the big bucks to go to Cinderella's table... 
in the castle. Yes. My kid doesn't get to meet Cinderella at the table. She's not going to come over and say hello with her own little bedazzled mask. That's correct. Okay. So right now, they did reopen Cinderella's royal table for lunch and dinner right now. there's It's not open for breakfast. And it used to be that all of the princesses would mm-hmm. come and greet you at your table. Mm-hmm. Right now, it is not technically a character experience, mm. but Cinderella does twirl through yeah. the dining room. <laughs> I would say probably like every 30 minutes. So I had the opportunity to eat. (laughs) They do play like trumpet music. It's like, she's coming. And then there's a, I don't know, a cast member that's in his little garb that announces her. It's very sweet. And I ate there with my two nieces. And they were so excited. Yeah. Because she, you know, she twirls and she waves and she poses. So you can, you have the opportunity to take a photo with her. Yeah. Just from a distance. From a distance. And the food was so good. What we we ate lunch or dinner? We ate lunch there. Okay. And I would do it again. No. It was worth every penny. <laughs> oh my goodness. Me and my roommates when I lived at Disney World spent Christmas morning at Cinderella's oh, Castle eating breakfast because we all had so to work wonderful. that day. <laughs> that sounds so magical. It? it was great. I loved it. We exchanged little gifts oh. there and then went all on our way to Go work. Poor Sandy. She had to go all the way over to studios, but the rest of us worked in Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Sorry, Sandy. You were already but, there. But she loved it. It was a great experience. It was fun. Okay. Is it worth it, though, if your kid is diehard wanting to do the autograph thing and, you know, you just have the conversation and say, not this time? Yeah. I would say if you're if you're wanting to meet the characters, then maybe don't even attempt that experience because your child will be tempted to like run ah, up and meet her. Okay. Um, if their child's old enough to understand like the expectations mm-hmm, are mm-hmm, different, mm-hmm. then I think it's worth it. Okay. Now we did, we did have another character meal experience, which they're doing this at a few of them. Um, we had breakfast at Topolino's Terrace at the Riviera and highly recommend it. Mm. Food was amazing. Mm. And the characters are lovely. It's Minnie, Mickey, Daisy, and Donald and they like dance through in a parade Cute. multiple times. They come through all together and then they come through individually and then they pose and yeah. like say hi. And at the end, they give you a postcard that has all of their autographs that's on it. Oh, so it's kind cute. of how they're compensating that's for nice. No, you can't line up and, and greet me and ask for my autograph, yeah. but we're going to gift it to you at the end of your meal. That's nice. That was a great compromise. Yes. Somebody's and I think they're doing smart. that at Garden Grill. And Chef Mickey's. That's very smart. I like that. Let's talk about park hours. I know they change like seconds before you went, which is super annoying (laughs) because you have to figure, do you get to hop now? So yes, that's also started January 1st of 2021 is park hopping is back. Okay. It looks a little different. So you, right now when you purchase a theme park ticket, you have to log into your account and make a theme park reservation. So you're reserving which park you want to go to first. Ah. So for the morning hours. And then if you have a park hopper ticket, after 2 p.m., you can hop to any other park. Okay. Or all of the other parks. Oh, okay. It is technically based on availability, but they are counting like the number of people who leave a park versus enter the park. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just a fluid number constantly mm-hmm. through the day. And they have a phone number you can call. So as you're leaving, say, Magic Kingdom at 1.30, you can call this number to see which parks are available. Oh, how nice. Yeah. Okay. So, like, even if Hollywood Studios is, quote-unquote, sold out for the day, yeah, 
they have counted how many families have left and they're allowing people to hop there. Oh, so. Okay. Nice. Yeah. It's very rare. Even if they say like, as you call, it's not available, recheck in like 30 minutes and Mm -hmm. it could be available then. Oh, nice. And time. Obviously, whenever you go, you look at the time because the time will always change. Yes. So the time right now, they've, I believe, released the park hours through maybe June on the app or on the website. But I would say like a week out, they're changing the hours drastically. Yes, they do. So say Animal Kingdom during our trip was supposed to be open from 9 a.m. to 5 Mm p.m., which we were mentally prepared for. Mm -hmm. Animal Kingdom, you can definitely get done in that time frame Mm -hmm. or shorter Mm -hmm. right now, Mm -hmm. um, especially if it's a warm day. Mm -hmm. So we were prepared to leave the park and we had dinner plans and everything. And maybe five days before... Our, our time to go to Animal Kingdom, they extended it from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Oh, come on So now. they made it an hour earlier oh. and three hours later, which is great, yeah. right? So not only did but that give us... But you just have to pivot. Right. More time <laughs> to enjoy the park. But I'm hopeful that that means maybe they brought back more cast members to keep the park open more hours. Oh, that's good. Like, you have to kind of think about those things right now. Yeah. So if they extend the hours past an eight-hour day, that means they're employing two people mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. that job. Mm-hmm which is great for the cast members. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you just kind of have to be flexible Yes, if you want to be there early. I do tell my clients, so right now, there's not extra magic hours. Okay. So they took that away when they reopened. So if you're not familiar, if you you used to have extra magic hours if you stayed on site, like Mm -hmm. on a resort, on a Disney resort property. Now they give you a published opening time. So say Magic Kingdom opens at 9 a.m. I am still recommending to my clients yep. to get there at 8 a.m. Yep. yep. Because more than likely, they're going to let you in yep. early. Yep. They don't want a crowd forming at the front of each park. Yep. So once there's a little bit of a line, they just open the gates. That's nice. And does that necessarily mean everything in the park is open? No. Yeah. But you could go get in line for the first attraction yeah. that you want to ride. And they Seven usually... Doors. Right. That's where you want to go. Yes. Seven, <laughs> seven <doors. laughs> Don't touch the barrels. <laughs> yeah, don't touch the barrels, but scream your head off. It's going to be so fun. So I'm still recommending that. They have announced that, I believe later this fall with the 50th anniversary, yes. that they are going to change that. So it will just be opening early for resort guests. Okay. So they'll have two separate lines like they used to. And it'll be, if you're staying on property, then you can get in early. And they've said it's 30 minutes early. We'll see kind of how that looks once it rolls out. And then if you're staying at an offsite resort, then you'll have to wait till the published time. Okay. What is the 50th anniversary? So the 50th 50th anniversary or birthday, as Mm -hmm. some people call it, of Magic Kingdom Mm -hmm. is October 1st of 2021. Mm -hmm. So countdown is on. They have not announced any of the festivities that will be happening, because I'm sure that is also fluid. Yes. But they have started decorating the castle. Okay. So there's new swags on the side of the castle. Okay. So I have 50, and it's all like sparkly blues and purples Ooh. is the theme. So they've released images of Minnie and Mickey's outfits mm-hmm. that are so cute. Mm-hmm. They released kind of sneak peeks at new per- merchandise that will come out. And they've also announced that on October 1st of 2021, 
Epcot will also be opening a new attraction. Mm-hmm, which is? Which is the new Ratatouille. <laughs> I think it's called The Adventures of Ratatouille. <laughs> if you've traveled recently, it sounds similar to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, mm-hmm. that you're in a an, an individual vehicle that is not on a track. It's so weird. Really neat, like trackless <laughs> system. I think there's magnets involved, and you're shrunk down to the size of a mouse, Aww. and so you're in a mouse car, <laughs> and you're on his adventure, like through the kitchen and through the restaurant. So everything's really big. Yes, yeah, so everything's really big. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And it, it looks like it's gonna be really good. That's awesome. Yes. Okay, let's say that I want to go to Universal. They're pretty much 35% capacity as well don't have their nighttime Hogwarts stuff going on, I assume. Yeah, they're, Universal is doing things a little bit differently. So technically, Florida has dismantled all of their mandates. They never really had a mask mandate, but the theme parks did. Yeah. Because they want to you know, mitigate exposure as much as possible so they can remain open. I'm not 100% sure on what Universal's capacity is, but it is lower. When you purchase a ticket or a package a room and ticket to universal you don't have to reserve which park you want to go to so it's oh. a little bit different than disney because their theme parks are right next to each other they are yeah. so if you get the park to park or hopper ticket their version of the hopper you can go back and forth super easily mm-hmm. so they're not having you reserve ahead of time but that has become an interesting little conundrum as more people are traveling they've reached capacity mm. several days so if you go to their consumer website, you'll see we expect to reach capacity for the next two weeks based on ticket sales. Oh. You're, you're not guaranteed entry. Eesh. So even if you have a ticket for that day, if you're not there before the capacity is reached, they won't allow you to get in. Man. Um, so it's a little tricky. It's because they're so squished. They're very narrow. Yes. So when I, I traveled to Universal in September... Loved it. I know. So love great. Universal. I love Harry Potter World. I know. I will go back there. all the time. Mm-hmm. But even though it was lower capacity, it was a lower travel time in general. The yeah. kids were in school. Yeah. It still felt more crowded than I was at when I was at the Disney parks mm-hmm. because the walkways are narrow. So narrow. The property is a little bit smaller and you have to navigate kind of in this circular motion to get to the next area. It's mm-hmm. not so spread out. Mm-hmm. So that was the main difference for me at Universal. But they are doing a great job as well as keeping people masked. Mm-hmm. And they actually have a cast member standing at the entrance to each attraction making you use hand sanitizer. Oh, wow. They give you, you a little squirt. There's hand uh-huh. sanitizer. You can't be like, oh, no, I've got Purell mm-hmm. in my bag. And that's just their way of controlling as much exposure as yeah. possible. Wow. I do recommend washing your hands after you use the hand sanitizer because it kind of has a smell. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> it's not the natural you know, or anything I like know. that. I know. It kind of this... smells like tequila. <laughs> <laughs> In this day and age, I'm such a snob now with what my antibacterial hand. I mean, I'll do a teeny tiny squirt. Smell it. Before you use it. Yes. I mean, uh-uh. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, Nothing worse. Goodness. Or if it's sticky and kind of... On your hands? No, thank you. No, thank you. So if you had somebody and their family was, I mean, if they're parade people, if they're firework people, if they're character people, let's hold off until 2022. If that's what you're traveling for, then I would say hold off. Okay. 
But I do think that, especially at Disney World, they've brought the magic in different ways. Like, mm-hmm. we talked about the cavalcades. I hope the cavalcades never go away. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. never want to stand in one spot for an hour waiting for a parade ever again. Yeah, I know. That's, so, that's rough. cavalcades for the win. I am not opposed to the no character meet and greets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I find them super awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do know that kids love that. Yeah. So, I do hope that that can come back. A little bit. Yeah. Um, whether it be just more character meal experiences where the characters yeah. can come to your table. Yeah. And not necessarily touch, but just be closer. Right. Yeah. That's... So I do hope that comes back. And I think fireworks are coming back. I would I would put money on fireworks coming back for the 50th anniversary. I hope so. Before. I hope so. Because there are no castle shows, obviously, because everybody they don't want everybody staying in the main street right. to watch the castle shows. They did over the Christmas holiday have projections on the castle. Yeah, to all kind the time. Of help. Yeah, yeah. It just That's as the so sun went down, the projection started, and they rotated throughout the evening. That's so great. So I think they'll do more of that to keep people like you can enjoy it as you walk by. You don't yeah. necessarily have to stay and stay in there for an hour. One thing I was going to ask you too, when you went in September, there was no Beauty and the Beast show, there was no Lion King show, there was no Frozen Ever After show, there was no Mickey's Feel Her Magic. Yes. Now, those aren't nighttime shows. Those are the theatrical shows. None of that in any kind of amphitheater or theater theater. But now they're they're slowly coming back. Okay. Because so, you saw Frozen Ever After with your yes, family. Frozen Ever After is back. They just do a good job kind of spacing you out in the theater. So Frozen Ever After, if you haven't seen it, is a sing-along show for the children. So but good. there are two hosts that are pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And Those it are is, for the adults. <laughs> yes. It is scripted, but sometimes they do ad-lib yeah. some fun jokes. And it was it was good. I enjoyed mm, it this time so just as much. And then they've announced that Lion King will be back this summer. You think every other row? They've said that the show itself will be different. Oh. So I don't know if that means less people in the show. Mm-hmm. They're definitely not going to parade the little children around with little right. rattles. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know that there'll be as much audience participation. Mm-hmm. But I'm hopeful that comes back. Yeah. I don't see why, like... The Indiana Jones show can't yeah. come back because it's outdoors yeah. in a stadium. I think it's more, you know, them figuring out where they need to focus their attention and which cast members they need to bring back yeah. to support the business of the theme park first. Right. Because those are great shows, but they don't bring in any revenue. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they pay this. They're all, you know, in a union, so I'm sure they pay them well. Yeah. Yeah. But... It, and Mickey's Philhar Magic is back. They space you out. So those shows are still happening. And the shows around Epcot, the, the China Pavilion, the France Pavilion, the United States, and Canada, you can still go see those shows. They're okay. just limiting the number of people in the theater. Okay. That's um, great. Yeah. Did you feel that Animal Kingdom, you sort of mentioned this before, is a half-day park? I would say right now, Animal Kingdom is definitely a half-day park. Especially if you're traveling with little kids. Mm-hmm. they If you're traveling with little kids to Animal Kingdom, you usually had the opportunity to go to the shows yeah. or to ride you know, the dinosaur primeval mm-hmm. twirl or whatever yeah. it was called that we loved. <laughs> and the primeval ride actually closed before COVID. Yeah. So, and it hasn't reopened. So weird. And then most of the other attractions have a height requirement. Yeah. So safaris doesn't, so you can ride that as a family. But they're not doing the the not Little Mermaid show. You can do a Bug's Life. Oh, 
that's good. Yeah, so they're still having the Bugs Life show in the theater. But they're not doing the little fish show. Why can't I remember the name of oh, it? Oh, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. No, there's not yeah. a Finding Nemo show. There's or no a Lion, Lion King, King show. show. So, so it, you can, but Pandora is still, all of Pandora is open, right? Yes, all okay. of Pandora is open. So Flight of Passage has a height requirement, but the mm-hmm. five-year-old that was with us was tall enough to nice, ride. Nice. And then Navi River Journey is a boat ride. Yeah. So your whole family can enjoy that. Your whole family can ride the, the flying dinosaurs. Yeah. They can ride the rapids. It's currently closed for winter, but it should be right. reopening soon. And Everest. do a bug's life. Mm-hmm. And Everest has a high requirement. Yeah. But it's fun. Do they still do single rider and all of this stuff? There's no longer a single rider because if you remember the purpose of a single rider is oh, to fill the in the gaps. Fill seats. And yes. they don't want to fill seats right now. Okay. That is amazing. That <laughs> stinks too because yes. we rode so many things but single rider. Because of that, I've, I still feel like the Everest line goes really quickly. Oh, it does. So It really does. We, we only waited for that ride for like, I don't know, 13 minutes. And we were spaced out like all the way across the bridge, almost a dinosaur. That is but it just yeah. whips through. Those trains go so fast. Yeah. So you would recommend if you're going to Animal Kingdom for the price of a ticket to make it feel worth it, that's a day you go back to your resort and swim. Because didn't you say the yes. five-year-old said that was his favorite part yes. of the freaking So that day we vintage. used as our resort day. And we left the park... Probably about two o'clock. So had we had park hopper tickets, we could have hopped to another park yeah. to enjoy attractions somewhere else. Yeah. Or taken a short break and then go into another ride. Yeah. Uh, but we were trying out just the base ticket, one park per day, to make it a little bit easier because there were nine of us. Yeah. And so we went back to the resort. We ate kind of a big snack in the park around 1130 then we went and rode safari, and then we slowly made our way out of the park. Mm-hmm. So we were back at our resort by 2. Nice. And at the pool by 2.30. Yeah, nice. And yes, the five-year-old had a blast. Mm-hmm. There was a water slide. Mm-hmm. So Bouncies. he loved it. He said, I love Walt Disney World. <laughs> and his mom and I were like, well, you're at the resort right now. But sure, this counts. <laughs> Here's another question for you. If... If somebody is in Orlando and they're at a conference and they have enough time to spend a day, they are going to go and do it right. They're going to get there at 8 in the morning and go shut the park down. Which park do you go to? Because I know there, I know we have two different, <laughs> my, not Epcot is what I'm trying not to say. A, not <laughs> so I, I do have families that are going, you know, for shorter weekends or are there for conferences. Yeah. And so my recommendation is if they've never been to Walt Disney World, then they need to go to Magic Kingdom. Yes. Because it has the castle and it has the most attractions yeah. and the most to do. Yeah. If they've been to Walt Disney World and they want to experience something new, or if they are adults only or teenagers, then Hollywood Studios is yeah. the best option. There's the newest attractions. You have Star Wars and Toy Story. Mm-hmm. And... The, the classics. Yeah, like Rock Tower and Roller Tower Terror. Yes. Yeah. Now, if they're not Disney people, then a good option is the park-to-park ticket at Universal. Mm-hmm. If it's not a sold-out day, yeah. you really can get a lot oh, done Oh, we do it day. all the time. Yeah. We've done it all the time. You I mean, we would, Harry Potter. we would love more days, but we've done a lot in two it. days. If you want to commit it. I mean, in one day. Commit yeah. to the full parks, you know, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., 
We were you talking to um, our friend Charlie last night, and Charlie had said he had gone for a half day and just didn't really like it. And it was because so we were trying to talk him into taking his children to Disney World, and, and he just had a bad taste in his mouth. And and I think it was because it was half day, so he. And it was the wrong half of the day. Right. If you're so going to go for a half day, you need to be there at 8 a.m. Right. Right. Not at 2 p.m. Right. <laughs> so I feel like he, you know, the the thing got out at noon, and so he just ran over to Disney World really quickly to experience. And that, don't do that. Instead. Unless you have been there before yeah. and you just need to see the castle. Right. But you're going to pay how much to go see that castle? Over a hundred and something dollars. Yes. So here's what but I, I would do it. Well, yeah, I would do it too. <laughs> but here's what I would recommend. You go to a resort. Yes. And, Cause there are so many nice resorts there now mm-hmm. and all of them have restaurants practically, but you can't go to, all of them right now. Is that right? What? How do you know where to go? So not all of the resorts are open. And you can see that on the Disney website, which ones are, okay. are not open yet. And they are trying to limit the number of people who aren't staying at the resort that are visiting. Okay. But once you're in the Disney bubble within Disney transportation, you can go to any resort. Mm-hmm. You just can't drive to any resort. I see. So okay. you couldn't like roll up to Grand Floridian and be like, I'm just here yeah. to walk around. See it. Mm-hmm. They yeah. want to verify that you're either staying there or you have a dining reservation. Okay. Just to limit the number of people because okay. they think, oh, are you using this as a place to park to get to the yes. park? Yes, 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 yes. Just yes. kind of limiting things. But then you also have Disney Springs. That's so true. If you just had a half a day or one day and didn't want to spend the money on a theme park, mm-hmm. Disney Springs is open. All of the restaurants are open. All of the shopping is open. And it's fairly busy, mm-hmm. so get mm-hmm. get there mm-hmm. early. Mm-hmm. But they've they've even opened new things. Oh, I know, so I saw that. There's new bakeries. There's During. a new donut shop. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness, mm-hmm. it all sounds amazing. So this is quick. You got to answer quick, quick, quick. It, let's say in a in a perfect world, all the resorts are open. They're all open, and you can go anywhere you want to, and you can stay anywhere you want to. Where would you stay? My two dream resorts are Grand Floridian or the Yacht Club. Oh, nice. Amen. Is the Yacht Club different from the Boardwalk? Yes. So on the Boardwalk area, there's three resorts owned by Disney's. There's the Boardwalk, Yacht Club, and Beach Club. Okay. Why Yacht Club? Why? why? So Yacht Club just feels nicer to me. I don't know. When you walk into... So Yacht and Beach Club are actually on the same property. And they share restaurants and pool okay right now beach club isn't open just the villas rooms are open okay. but i still would pick yacht club over it so yeah <laughs> yacht club just feels clean it has a mm. nautical theme mm-hmm. it's a lot of like blues and whites and golds which is right up my alley yeah you wear your anchor face i could wear mask. my delta gamma anchor face mask and it's walking distance to epcot and hollywood studios okay and there's also a skyliner Stop right there so you could go to the other Skyliner resorts. Tell us again where the Skyliners go. From where to where to where. So the main hub of the Skyliner right now is Caribbean Beach Resort. Mm -hmm. From there, you can go to the Riviera Resort that then connects to Epcot. Okay. Or the Boardwalk area where Yacht and Beach Mm -hmm. Club are. Or you can go the other direction to Pop Century and Art of Animation Resort. 
Are those open right now? And they're open. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you can, from Caribbean Beach, go to Hollywood Studios. So it all nice. kind of branches out from there. So if you're at Caribbean Beach, you can skyline to Epcot or the studios? Yes. Wow. How was that line? It actually wasn't bad. Okay. So we... Because y'all were at the Riviera. We were at the Riviera. So we had first... We were one stop away from Epcot. Super mm-hmm. easy. And they post the times. The Skyliner usually opens about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes before the park opens. Mm-hmm. So I recommend... If you're saying... It depends on where you're staying. Mm-hmm. If you're staying at Caribbean Beach, Pop Century, or Art of Animation, and you want to be there early, you need to get in line for the Skyliner uh, early. Because those are larger resorts yeah. and have a lot of people trying to use that yeah. mode of transportation. We didn't have any line at the Riviera, but when we had our Hollywood Studios day, you have to connect at Caribbean Beach. Yes, got it, So you it, get got off it, of that... It. Skyliner bucket, and you get in a new line. Yes, to go to Hollywood Studios. Yes. That was a little bit of a line, but maybe like because those are minutes. those are Caribbean people right. going straight to right. studios. So the line had already started gotcha. because the people staying at that resort. Gotcha, gotcha. But gotcha. it's still like 18, 20 minutes. Like not bad. We were still at the park before it opened. So didn't you say to me that you think a skyliner is faster than a bus if you have 100 percent. okay if you have a skyliner utilize it yes okay so when we left hollywood studios we left at closing and the skyliner line looked very long Mm -hmm. so i had my family kind of wait at a bench area just they were tired Mm -hmm. and you did a lot of walking Mm -hmm. and i went to the end of the line to get in line and i passed this little tea stand sign and it said the wait from here is approximately 15 minutes i was like that's all it looks really long because you're doing that stretchy thing yeah six feet between yeah the line was like all the way to the buses but it only it was less than 15 minutes it moved way faster than because also buses they can't fill all the way up right oh gosh that's tough but if you got a skyliner use it yes it looks it looks like it's gonna be a long wait but it's so efficient and they're just doing one family group per bucket. Like, Skyliner okay. bucket, but it moves so fast. Okay. If you had to date one Disney prince, who would it be? <laughs> Flynn Rider, of course. But he's not a prince. <laughs> I don't care. So he's not a prince. So if it, if it has to be like an actual prince, uh, then I'm going to go uh, with uh, Charming. Don't Sleeping Beauty's Prince Charming. Uh, he's so handsome. Bull. If you had to pick a resort to stay at, mm. a dream resort. Mm. Mm. Well, now I want to stay at the Riviera because it's got oh, a skyliner so stuck great. to it. That's nice. I would, I mean, I think Grand Floridian would be nice too. I always said if I had the money and I, it was no object, I would take everybody and we'd go stay at the Floridian. Because having a monorail felt really cool back then but i don't know a skyliner attached to well, you you're now gonna experience the skyliner when we go in cool. october i know that's very we're exciting the pop century <laughs> a little different than the riviera <laughs> it's on the skyliner it counts. oh i know i mean good for them good for I, them. I do appreciate that they yeah. connected a value resort yes. a moderate resort and a deluxe resort yes. all to the same transportation so I you think have that's nice too options for all families and all right. budgets right i think that's so nice i think that's so nice tell the listeners where they can find you on all of the places most of my travel stuff is on facebook Mm -hmm. or the facebook um i have a travel page called stephanie holstead 
with the Vacation Wizards. How do you spell Holstead? H-O-L-S-T-E-A-D. And then you can find me on Instagram. I'm private, but I'll accept you. Yes, you will. Steph Holstead. So Mm -hmm. S-T-E-P-H and then my last name. H-O-L-S-T-E-A-D. And I just randomly post on my stories Mm -hmm. and do some polls. Right now, I'm having a little month of madness. So right now, get online and vote. We're doing Sweet 16 right now. Tomorrow starts the top eight. We're doing the attractions in each theme park. So fun. I've seen it. I don't know what's going to win. I don't know what's going to win I have a hard time choosing on all of them. If I had to ride one Walt Disney World attraction forever and could never ride anything else <laughs> i think i would pick everest oh my gosh my brain went there too it's so great because you have the thrill yeah but it's not like super steep right where you feel like you're going to die yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i might put soren in there too yeah soren is a good like love a relaxing i know i do love a soren i do love a soren i'll put all your information in the show notes as well or you can reach out to me and i'll get you in touch with stephanie because it's faux free i don't i don't understand why you do you hear how all the information she has you know you have a lot of information in your head i have way too much information in my head i listen to other podcasts that are about disney at least three if not four times a week i try to keep up on all all the emails and the, Mm -hmm. the updates that come out because i just find it interesting yeah and then that can benefit me on my trips but also my clients absolutely thanks stephanie yeah you're welcome you're my favorite be our guest be our guest put our service to the test tie your napkin around your neck sherry and we provide the rest soup to you. hey thank y'all for listening and thank you again to stephanie for joining me today to talk about all things disney I know she's my friend and I'm partial, but hear me when I say that Stephanie knows her stuff. If you are that person who wants to take a trip to Disney World, but the idea of planning it or even researching it makes you exhausted, let Stephanie help. She's very good at her job. Again, you can find all of her information in the show notes or you can just reach out to me and I'll connect the two of you. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. We are heading into a new series with the podcast, so make sure you tune in for fun pop culture episodes that will have you laughing. It's what I do, and it's a joy. If you have any future show ideas, shoot me a message. I'm sure I'll be interested. Thank you to those who have already done so. There's a couple of really good ideas out there. You guys are doing my job very well. Please help me do that, too. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever.
Bye.